I'm Lawson. And I'm Ollie. And we're Two Force. Hello and welcome to Two Force Pod, where two queer comedians discuss Netflix's animated comedy, Q-Force. We'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded in Mianjin, Brisbane, which is Yagra and Turable land. I am your host, Ollie, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm your host, Lawson, and my pronouns are he, him, but also gender is a construct. Let's get into it, okay? Yes, let's, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched the second episode, and I am feeling tired. <laughs> well, I'll also update you guys that I have now finished the whole season. And I will say, um, Ollie, that it gets better and then worse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. As soon yeah. as you said it gets better, I'm just like, I'm already a mentally ill queer person. Like, that's a trigger for me saying that. Um, so you've just, like, sent me into a trauma spiral. Um, well, um, very thematic for the episode that <laughs> how, we watched today. How very thematic for trauma spiraling and feelings of being a disappointment to your parents. What do you know the name of this episode? Yes, it's just I, called. Just watch it. It's just called Deb's Barbecue, which that's right. That, that's right. That seems correct Barbecue. for what this is. Oh, yes, it's absolutely about Deb's Barbecue. Yep. Um, I think this is a better episode than the first episode. My controversial opinion. Before we get into the plot or anything, I think it's uh-huh. a better episode, but has less funny jokes, like single jokes. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I still. I've got a. I've got four jokes that I liked enough to write in my like co- column, and only one joke that I have put in my hate column. So I... that's a bit. That's that's a bit. That's about the same number of jokes that I liked in the last one, uh, and less jokes that I hated. I have so. two jokes that I have that I've said that I've actually liked, and the rest of it I've written a lot of ugh. Um, so, um, spoilers for the end of this podcast, but that's what I thought about this episode. Sure. Okay, so we start out with a totally spies reference, which is cute. Love it. Um, I like the show, but maybe if you're not the greatest spy show in existence, you shouldn't just be referencing other spy shows all the time. Yeah. It's a better show. Totally spies. (laughs) I was like, hmm, mm, I could be watching that. Oh, so good. Although it's problematic, you know, I watched that show when I was yeah. myself under 18 and those girls all go to mm. high school, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all jumpsuits, that show, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like that was in an era of cartoons where I was too old to be watching cartoons, but also like too young to be watching anything I was watching with my mum. Um, so... <laughs> Like, when I was 15, I watched The L Word and Queer as Folk with my mom, and mm-hmm. that was really fun to get through. That's very <laughs> interesting, because I would never watch those kinds of shows with my family. We would watch, yeah. we would like, watch like, the CSI procedurals and stuff. Much rather see some woman get killed or, like, saved from sex slavery uh, than actually then have, have to like, watch... a queer relationship or, like, have to watch two people kiss in front of my parents. Oh, this... So, in the... Like, we're getting way off track, but I love this. Um, well, this is an episode about about family trauma in some ways. Yeah. Um, which well, I actually hate first... about it. Yeah, same. But in the first episode of Queer as Folk, the US one, like, there's just straight up a guy rimming another guy. Mm-hmm. And watching that in front of my mum was just like, 
oh no and that's what i get for having lesbian parents yeah there's, <laughs> there's a big there's there's a lot of buttocks in in uh those early 2000s oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, um hbo's and so forth yeah anyways so they say that they're totally spies now because now they of course they're officially moved into their headquarters yep. uh next to benji and they have missions their first mission yes. is the USB that they got from the guy at the nightclub that wasn't the thing in his briefcase. And what was in the briefcase? We still don't still know. Still don't know. Still don't know. I, I, we never find out. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Spoilers. It's not relevant at all uh, what was in his briefcase. He was just doing other terrorist stuff, you know? Um, oh, that course. night, and they caught him doing so, this terrorist stuff this night. Can I tell you what I think is in the briefcase? Sure, sure. So I think that being a terrorist is not very lucrative, so he's joined an MLM, <laughs> and so he's just got essential oils in the briefcase. So like every opportunity he he every opportunity he has, he needs to be selling like this is lavender essential oil to send you to sleep. And if you become part of my downline, I've watched a lot of documentaries about MLMs. Okay. All right. Do you think that you think that um, if uh, Mary hadn't been a spy and they'd gotten together, he would have like the the next day been like, oh yeah, I just put these on every morning. I can give them to you for like five dollars for three you know like <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> okay so so the episode starts deb says i've got this very important barbecue that's on it's the biggest event mm-hmm. for lesbians in la south of some area that's a very specific la joke um yes and haha <laughs> la very funny la so funny and she explains that uh you know she will be gone and off the grid for the whole day um, and as soon as she leaves, because she has the mum energy, we see that Steve is Steve slash Mary is wants to hack the wants to hack the USB ahead of time, even though V has told him, yeah. "Hey, wait till I get there." And Stat is first enabling this, being like, "Daddy wants to be a bad baby." This and is my is... hate joke. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> the daddy wants um... to be a naughty baby. No, it's Daddy Wants to Be a Bad Baby, specifically. I've written that down. I've written down Naughty Baby, so, you know, listeners, no, it's, comment. it's definitely... Yeah, get in the comments. <laughs> uh, our Twitter is too forceful. Exactly, tweet at us. Tell us who's wrong, who's right. I'm right. Send, send If you could send pictures of a trophy to whoever is right. That was That's what I would like. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Validation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then Twink says, I was once in a movie called Daddy Wants to Be a Naughty Baby. Bad baby. <laughs> I think most of my um, lines are from Twink today, uh, this episode. Yeah, I would, I would say absolutely same. There's like... It's a very Twink centric episode. It's it is it is Twink centric. It's it's Twink and Steve centric. I think we'd say. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, Deb is offline because the signals make the crab cakes bitter. Yep. Twink says that Deb is nice like a mum, cool like a car. <laughs> yes, yes. And then um, Steve says, "Okay, let's let's says, chill. Um, we're going rogue. Let's hack." And uh, when no, he says, first, first oh, yeah. he's like, let's chill. I'm chilling. I've done so. M-. And he has a bit of a mental breakdown. <laughs> yes, he can't. He has no chill, Steve. And we've always known. Zero chill. Zero. He wants to get into the spying straight away. And Stat is just always up for chaos. Mm-hmm. And then they Stat starts hacking. And despite her being very, very good at hacking, uh, it's 24 hours later and she's going to release a virus onto the AIA if, yes. if she doesn't complete the hack. And she's completely wiped out. And that is yeah. 
I think, a good plot device. You know, I'm interested in the yeah. story. You know, that gives us some tension, some some drama. Yeah, yeah. It's like mum friend's gone. When mum friend goes away, the chaos gremlins play. And, you know, I, I think it's added that time pressure, which is always It's like... a little bit like the community episode where they all go to get pizza. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, yes. Except but... this is the, this is Donald Glover goes to get pizza. <laughs> and, and you know, Deb comes back to everything's on fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yes, they, they, they've hacked it and they've fucked it. <laughs> Stat has, yeah. Yeah, and then Steve gets a call from Benji. Ooh, and again, Ooh. there's no reason for these people to be attracted to each other. They don't reference that... Um, they both like the same sports that, you know, oh, ha, ha, Maybe they're have, just, it's just know, lust, pure it, lust. It's just, you're a gay man, I'm a gay man, we saw each other. Um, it's, again, it's lust. I think Steve has a bear kink and Benji has a tall, blonde, buff man kink. And Benji watched a lot of Marvel movies. Uh, <laughs> Benji wanted America's ass to <laughs> fuck him. But of course, Steve is too is too tightly wound. He says, "No, I can't go get coffee with you. I'm um, in the middle of design stuff, which is a cover story." Mm-hmm. And then Buck goes into Twink's office and says, "Hey, move out of here. I get space here." And this it's not really it doesn't make a lot of sense that Buck doesn't have an office to begin with. Like mm. they've got this new offices. Why does Buck not have a place to be? Why are these guys together? How did Twink somehow get, like, this two-office space? It, like, I, I, can get, no... I can get Twink having the big space considering the amount of, like, disguise shit he has. So that's what... I, I don't care about <clears throat> Twink having the big space. I just care about Buck no, 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 being but I'm, like, there in the what first is the... place. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really resent him being in the show. And I've yes. got a note that says that later. I, yeah, I've just said, <laughs> God, Buck is just a pointless character. <laughs> And and the other thing is, Buck seems like he's a really bad spy this episode. Yeah. He's like, your disguises, which we've seen of Twink, and they're amazing every time, mm. your disguises are terrible. All you need for spying is putting on a fake moustache and giving yourself a name like Steve California. Which I've, is not... That's not good spying. Steve California would be my drag name, so... <laughs> um, anyways, while... At, at this point, Buck calls Twink a clown... Which mm-hmm. triggers uh, Twink. Yeah, flashback. Total flashback moment. And we find out that Twink's real name is Bastion. And he's on a tightrope. And he's his dad is thinking about poutine or something. I feel like I retained nothing from this episode, to be honest. I kind of just got bored. <laughs> but... So um, his dad is is just domineering and angry at him because he's... Yep. He's got jelly bones. He's got jelly bones. He's a little bit too effete um, yes. for the acrobatic arts. He's more of a different kind of performer. Yes. Um, he's got jelly bones like his mother. Yes. And his father says, you won't even be... Both his parents are Cirque du Soleil actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he says, you won't even be able to make Cirque du Soleil. You'll be in the regular circus. And Twink is very upset by that. And he's, Twink sees Buck's, uh, his father's face on Buck. Yeah. And I, I just think this is a huge disservice to Twink that Twink isn't able to handle conflict. All yeah. we've heard about Twink is that Twink has gone through terrible things and managed to continue to be this, like, very peppy person. Yeah. Why would this intrusion by Buck cause this? 
I, I sort of wanted something more. I wished that, yeah. like, this was, like, his birthday or his dad tried to call him and he didn't answer. Mm. You know, like... Like, that... you can have daddy trauma, but it's just, like, why would he be upset by Buck? Because he's a drag queen. He's obviously seen the worst straight people because a lot of the time drag shows are infiltrated by straight people who <laughs> don't know drag show etiquette. I just, yeah, I just think that, like, nothing about his character has shown that he, like, sort of backs down to that sort of thing yeah. previously. So, yeah, it, it, you know, and, and again, like, I'm trying to work with the show. I'm, mm. And I'm pitching, you know, he gets a call from his dad at the beginning of the show that he doesn't answer. And then, like, after he's resolved this, he does answer it. And he's like, yes, hi, dad. Yes, thank you for saying happy birthday to me. Whatever. You know? Um, then it's not Buck causing it, yeah. you know? And it, it gives Buck too much power, and it doesn't give Twink enough. Um, Lawson, um, did, mm-hmm. did you start this podcast because you want to get a job at Netflix? Is that is that what's happening? Yes, Netflix okay. hire us. <laughs> not me, just Lawson. I'm, I'm you happy don't to... You don't want to work for Netflix? Ah, uh, like, I don't know. It seems like... If they be... hired, us on, if hired us to write Q-Force, you wouldn't want to be into it? <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm in on you your. Want, you don't want to pitch some stat jokes. No. Uh, okay. Um, stats fine. So then, the writing for stat is okay. The writing for stats okay, but stat could have more jokes. I think. Yeah. But she's she was uh, this another bad thing about this episode is stat was asleep for half the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then they go to Deb's uh, barbecue, and the lesbian comedy here is. I feel kind of just as off as the gay comedy from the last show, you know? Oh, it's very dated. Uh, There's there's dated stuff, which is like, uh, but there's also like this anti-progressive energy. Like, why is it bad to have trauma dogs or care about bees? Like, that's the punchline of these jokes, that they care about bees. It's not... It's not yeah. quite hitting me. Yeah, at one point it's just like, we've run out of vegan chalk. And it seems like <laughs> it's kind of just like, it's targeting a certain <laughs> kind of lesbian. Who Maybe it's still just, core. it's very LA. You um, know? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I feel like, again, it, it's dated because I think people would have laughed at those jokes in the early 2000s when, you know, that was kind of the punching bag. But now... People actually do give a shit about sustainability and do give a shit about, like, adopt, don't shop. Especially with, like, reframing pitbulls as not being totally violent. Um, so pe- people give a shit about that stuff now. And so making fun of people who give a shit about that is just alienating an audience who well, wants yeah, to and like I, this I think this is, this is not just a Q-Force thing, you know, like um, the Planetina episode of Rick and Morty, mm. um, even Britta from Community, um, to make that reference again, you know, th- th- this sort of thing is yeah. like, um, in a lot of, yeah, in a lot of places. Make fun um, of the activist, yeah. You know, uh, because, and I think a lot of comedy yeah. people have a hard time, again, you know, sort of doing comedy around activism or whatever. But yeah, it, it, it there were some good yeah. jokes in there that I liked, but some are too... Like, it's also the way the jokes are framed in that, like, this applies to all lesbians and not just, like, some of the lesbians, mm-hmm. you know? Um, which is why I kind of like a scene later on in the episode that we'll talk yeah. about. But anyways, everything's going to crap. 
Um, okay. Twink is upset because of Buck, goes and hides in the trunk of the Subaru and locks himself in. And um, Stat is asleep, and there's only about two hours left before mm-hmm. a um, virus yep. is unleashed on the AIA from, AIA from the USB. And then V calls <laughs> V calls Steve and yep. says, hey, good news, I'm going to be there earlier than I thought. And there's a fun part here that I like, a little joke. Oh, yes. I, missed, I missed one of the other jokes I liked. So, Stat... It's fine, it's fine, save it for the joke. Oh, we'll, stay, we'll save it to the end, save it to the end. So then they go to Deb's barbecue because they need Deb's mum energy. And they they also do make a old school Beverly Hills 90210 joke. I don't know if you've ever been embroiled in the discourse around uh, Shannon Doherty. Um, but I appreciate that little reference there. Yeah, I didn't get Buck that one. Definitely is given Buck is absolutely giving Shannon Doherty energy. Do I need to explain it? Uh, yeah, sure, do it. Well, I mean, it's it's actually not that difficult. It's, Shannon Doherty was just notoriously difficult to work with. So In 90210. Yeah. yeah, that and most projects. Uh-huh. So if you've ever seen Charmed. And then who did Twink say? that? Jenny Garth. I don't know. I, okay, I'm going to Google this. Basically just... Is that- basically just an actress that Shannon Doherty would fight with but it wasn't just 90210 like Shannon Doherty moved on to do Charmed and was Prue Halliwell Charmed great show and they and she's the one they got rid of yeah because her and Alyssa Milano who played Phoebe like got into huge spats Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so they killed off Prue because they thought Alyssa Milano was the biggest star which they're absolutely correct (laughs) and um, like no one was in that show for Prue, <laughs> and then they replaced her with Paige, the um, redhead. Yeah, I remember the half sister, redhead Rose McGowan. Okay, all right. Anyway, so yeah. they go to Deb's part barbecue, and I really like the way Deb reacts. It feels real. She's so angry yes. to have her work and life combined, and that they would breach this yes. thing. But she's also like, okay, I'm here to fix it, and. It is yeah. really rude Mom of friend. Steve to have done this. Like, immediately after... Without even calling. But but, but he can't call because they don't have any um, service because it makes the crab cakes bitter. Oh, right. Of course, I forgot. Yeah. But immediately after she says, this is really important to me, I'll be away the whole day, you won't be able to contact me, he's like, yeah, let's try and do this unauthorized hack. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Deb gives... So, <laughs> previously, Steve had tried to give Stat Mountain Dew. And then Warm Mountain Deb gives Stat Red Bull, and that's what she needed. Yes. But and she says, "Mmm, sweet taurine." But I'm pretty sure you can get Mountain Dew mm. with taurine in it. This part didn't make a lot of sense. I think Mountain Dew um, generally now has caffeine in it, but not taurine. I, eh, whatever. I I'll accept it just for being a dumb joke about being a gamer. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, it, I think that the the do the dew. Mary feeding stat mountain you joke. Mm. They wanted to keep that in there, and in, and as a result, that yeah. this next part where uh, stat has Red Bull doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyways, yeah, doesn't matter too much. Then we get into a classic keeping up appearances uh, sort of farce, right? Where they're doing spy shit, but yes. no one at the thing can know. So everyone who's involved in the spy stuff has to be part of the barbecue. So Buck and Twink have to go make food. Mm. Stats got some Red Bull in them now, so they're just coding by themselves with all the dogs. This is another place where there's yep. a one of my jokes that I liked is there. And then Steve says, w- once that's happening, and Deb's like, you have to come out to the barbecue now that Pam's seen you. Pam, Steve's, Pam is Deb's 
wonderful partner. Yes, love Pam. We love Pam. We stand Pam. We stand Pam in this house. Steve says to Deb, after she started to solve his problems, <laughs> he says, it's just a barbecue. Which, everything we've learnt is that it's not so just a barbecue. So invalidating. She's been telling him all day. Yeah. No, this is it's very important. very, very rude. And, and it doesn't... It, yeah, it's... It, it's it's part of these characters. While this show, while this episode does a lot to expand the characters and give them more depth, it is part of why it, it is part of like why the show feels a little off because they don't care for each other the way queer people do. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, like I I feel like you know you have those fights with friends anyway where maybe you don't understand why something's so important, but it it just feels like. She's very much laid down the importance of this. And Steve, Steve's a bit of a dick. And Steve takes work above all else. And I think that's another thing that kind of is brought up where he even, like, comments on Pam having, like, a home life and a work life. And, wow. Not Pam, Deb, sorry. Comments on Deb having that life. And I think it's just, it's setting up Steve to be a bit of a workaholic. And I can kind of forgive it for that as like showing this side of steve that's maybe less understanding but also like don't don't invalidate your mum friend like that this is really important yeah i think saying it's just a barbecue when you could say like why is it this Mm. barbecue important or whatever yeah twink goes out into the barbecue and he um loves the lesbians and he's complimenting them all which I, i this is this is the point we're at i've written at least this isn't gay lesbian hatred yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. at, I, at this point, I'm giving that them, was rife in me. <laughs> I'm giving them, yeah. I'm giving them props for avoiding that, which it would, you know, that's yeah. a very 2000s Will and Grace joke, you know. Oh, absolutely! In everything, the the gay guys and the lesbians hated each other in the early 2000s, and for what? For why? For why? <laughs> then, yeah, we've got we've got another flashback with Buck while they're grilling, and I just. This is where I've written, I just resent Buck's existence. Yes, um, I, I've also just written, why? <laughs> uh, and I think it's related to that. It could be related to anything, because my notes are a mess. But it could I've just be related to the, this is actually, uh, this. I should have put this in my hate joke. Um, maybe there's two hate jokes. There's a three-legged race that Steve mm. and another woman win together, and Steve oh. and and she compliments Steve's thighs, and he compliments her calves. Yep. Which I do think is very funny. Yep. One perfect I, I leg. That's that's wholesome. One perfect and leg. It, it's it's you know, and, and it's based on stereotypes about gay men and and gay women. Yeah. You know, but it's still it's still funny. Yeah, it's wholesome. It's right? funny. But then oh. her and her partner. Asking for some of his sperm immediately. Immediately, and it's totally playing on that like U-Haul lesbian joke where it's and they do this a few times this episode where it's like the first time we started dating we traded social security numbers or a joke something like oh no we opened a bank account Mm. together. Yes, Um, yes, Pam says that, and like it's just such a tired joke already, (laughs) like. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just saying that I did go on a date with someone, and we said, and the and they ghosted me. But the first date, we said we were going to start a cult together. So I guess I can't talk. But like, we weren't opening you, a joint what, bank account. You know, you know the you know here's me pitching to Netflix again. Okay, go. Right? The joke about U-Haul lesbians is is Pam says, "Oh, this is Misha and Trixie. They're U-Haul lesbians." 
and Steve's like, or Twink's like, or whoever's like, oh, you guys just met and you're living together? And they're like, no, we run the U-Haul company. That would have been I'm his, so I'm funny. I'm president and I'm vice president. That would have been actually <laughs> hilarious. And I feel like that's a subversion of the joke. Uh, and yeah, I think yeah, yeah, Twink yeah. would have totally been the person who's like, oh, you've just met and you live with each other now. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's just... Oh, it's this this is this is the improv joke. comedy A to C rather than A to B. Yes, you know? yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that, and I will yes <laughs> and support you. Um. The next thing that happens is that V comes to the party, and yes. I feel like I might think this joke is as offensive as some of the other jokes if I was a person of color, but I can't speak for them. Mm. But then Deb says, "How do you do? You find my house? We are use the same shield technology as Wakanda." As Wakanda, oh yeah. god. I, that's a that's a yo is this racist um, question. So go to that podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but V comes there, and then she immediately has to say that she's the uh, West Coast regional, regional manager, manager. <laughs> for Pet yep. Boys, which is great. I, I like that. Yeah. Okay, I've got a question. Uh huh. So. Uh, on one hand, Steve's cover is that he's an interior designer, but why not the whole time everyone just works for Pep Boys? Yeah, there's... It, that would have been a way better cover. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. Pam can never go to Deb's work because it's an interior design work, right? So, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> what if she wants to make her lunch or pick her up or something? Oh, it's so dumb. And I get that the idea is kind of that Pep Boys is a real place that... Pam was uh, that Deb was working. Well, and I think it's because Deb's um, Deb's like background is mechanic, so she was in the navy. Yeah. We we find out at some point. Yeah. Uh, and was a pencil pusher, and then Steve found her and, and put her into this job. Yeah. But I think that. And then, well, Pet Boys is also the real place where she was offered to be a manager. That's right. And so I can kind of I can kind of get that bit, but it's just like just have it that they're all mechanics at a different place. Uh, like as their cover, so that way, you know, it's just easier I mean, for everyone. Twink as, Twink as a Twink or Stat as mechanics. I don't uh, know. No, Twink would be the receptionist, obviously, sure, sure. and Stat would be the person that kits out the cars with like cool tech. <laughs> like you, well, Deb does that. You, Deb does that. Yeah, maybe Stat does like little decals, like oh yeah, on the side yeah. Yeah. Stat, stat could totally or it's, be or it's one of those it's one of those um, car repair places that you can get tattoos in the back of <laughs> does, does that exist? that does that just, does now love it perfect <laughs> beautiful Pam oh. asked V to <laughs> to run to judge a slaw a coleslaw competition yeah is that a lesbian thing? I don't know I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe. It might be a very LA lesbian thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of coleslaw in general. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's funny. Yeah. I, I think it's a funny thing to have V do. And I like that um, Deb's like, you need to stretch this out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and V does. Um, and makes a little speech about how some coleslaw can have raisins in it. And how everyone's it coleslaw is different disgusting. and good. It sounds so gross. <laughs> Like coleslaw with raisins, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> there's, there's this. Um, I, I can see it. Raisins, raisins go with a lot of things. Um, I don't like coleslaw That's in general because I don't like mayonnaise. But I don't but like raisins. raisins. I don't like sultanas. I have trauma because my dad used to say they were dried flies. Mm, uh, so That's disgusting. My yeah. brain or always just like. If I encounter a sultana, it's like, that's a dried fly. And yeah, my brain cannot let 
go of that. My uh, my TikTok recently showed me. Um, I say my, but I don't know how to continue the sentence. TikTok I watched recently from yeah. Peach PRC. If you know yes, who she is, love um, her. She was uh, commenting on someone else's TikTok where her that person's dad told them that they had another brother that lived in the attic like a ghost brother that lived oh in the God. attic and she and then all the comments are all this like weird stuff that the dads told their kids that was like yeah. super scary yeah yeah what's up what, with you dads what, what's up with that what's up dads what's up what you doing hi dads my Fuck dad off. didn't my dad didn't tell me anything like that <laughs> well, <laughs> i never got i never got there's a spooky monster in the basement i'm not gonna go into what my dad did because that's for another podcast <laughs> well you told one you, about therapy <laughs> you told you told us he sold you sultanas uh yeah but that's like the flies. least traumatic thing he did <laughs> Still pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Awful thing to say to a child. So then the slow off is happening. Oh, wait, wait. What happens is V gets there and she's like, why is my whole team here at this place? And um, Steve has to explain, oh, whoops, I messed it up. Whoopsie, um, whoopsie. And whoopsie doopsie. And we, there's a nice little bit of recursion here where V has the same sort of reaction as Deb, which is like, I'm so angry at you right now, but... I'm a capable person who isn't, you know, mm. like you, Steve. And so I will just continue to go along yeah. with whatever needs to be done, you know? Yep. Keep up the cover, for example. So uh, Stat's hacking, and she comes to a point of the hack, and this is just ridiculous, but it's funny, where the last thing she needs to do is answer a whole bunch of trivia questions yes. on lesbian topics. Now, is this dated, and is it... Uh, yeah. referential and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But is it funny too? The, yes. I think it's one of the better I think this was funny. Like, bits. Because it's like, yeah, this is a spy thing and it's kind of funny. And yeah, again, dated based on some stereotypes. But it's less like trying to punch down at people and more just like, hey, these are some stereotypes that we're playing into to make like a joke at no one's expense. And And also it's like... Well, yeah, no one's expense. And in, in fact, it's like, look, these people have expertise in these areas. Yeah. You know, the, the, the gays are being capable in this joke. I, I personally you know I mean? love it when I love it when my friends are passionate about something and they want to tell me about it. I went on a whole like essay about the Hayes Code last night to my friends uh, because <laughs> we we're talking about queer coded villains. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into the essay now, but I, I kept being like, oh, my God, I'm so we, sorry. We should talk about the Hayes Code. on Oh, that episode, it's so. so interesting. But yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I kept apologizing for being like excited about this thing that i'm really interested in and they're just like no don't apologize you're my you're our friend who is interested in something and it's actually providing context to the conversation that we're already having and for this i was just like yeah i would be friends with all of these women who are just passionate (laughs) about bees and winter sports and film not so much cars because i don't drive (laughs) but like you know you know what they can hang they can hang and so then they, V says, V is very angry at Steve as well, says, um, this is your one piece of evidence in the one case you brought to me, which is very true. <laughs> Absolutely And remember true. last episode when she put her neck out for him. Yeah. The, <laughs> the other... She's right to be angry. One of the trivia jokes I've written down is um, she starts this film and everyone yells, Carol? Yeah. Very funny. Very, very good. good. 
<laughs> the last question is a car question because Veronica, v, Veronica, because V, I just assume her name is Veronica. Well, she because said v, she said her name was Veronica, the regional manager. Oh, so right. Maybe okay, her great. name is Veronica, but she just goes by V. We'll never know. Anyway, she she says they, they, it's a question about cars and it's very specific. And they all go, well, you're the regional manager for Pep Boys, so you must know it. And she does, and mm. it's not explained. And I don't need it explained, to be honest. I think it's... Again, it's just she's very capable, and that's yeah. fun. Capable yeah. woman knows a thing, and that's great. Knows a thing. Yeah, and there's a bit of tension there. Yeah. Anyway, so they get they hack the USB thanks to the help, the brains trust of uh, the lesbians. And, of course, everybody loves trivia, so the party goes off great. Yep. And then we go back to the... And then there's a whole bunch of fallout from this which is yeah. like the episode's over but there's a there's a bunch more left to it um why, where, why is there so much left <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know it's weird um it's weird with the way they put it together but anyways they're back in the office and twink dresses as steve and talks to buck and buck can't tell that it's uh twink and twink realizes that because buck can't tell he actually doesn't really care about what buck thinks yeah. um just like he doesn't care what his father thinks Yep. And that's great, but, like, yeah. I really think Twink has gotten past this already. I, I don't really, I still don't really understand why he mm. cares what, about Buck in the first place. It's because Buck is a character that is only there to piss me off. And so they needed a reason in the episode for him to exist. And it's to ex- he exists to antagonize Twink and underestimate yeah. him. And I guess he was always underestimated by his dad. But it's just like, for fuck's sake, who cares? I wish the show didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I absolutely know? wish the show... I wish that, I wish that Buck was nothing more than a passing character. Because it's fine to have this guy who's a total douchebag occasionally checking in to be like, Hey Steve, I'm better than you to give, like, push Steve to be, like... He's normal type A self, yeah, he, but he doesn't need to be a main character. Yeah, and, and he's not often the buck of the jokes. No. And he should be the yeah. butt of the jokes. All of them. Mm, I said buck of the oh, jokes. <laughs> oh, my... Oh. Not intentionally, you know not what? intentionally. It was, the, it, was, it, was, it was completely Freudian. As the CEO of Netflix, I'm firing you now. <laughs> You're fired. So then Twink is wearing exactly what Steve always wears yeah. and walks past him, and Steve says, cute outfit, Twink. And Steve uh, Twink says... Oh my god, thanks, you too. <laughs> Which is Wholesome, very funny. Cute. I love to see, whenever I'm wearing the same shirt as someone else mm. in public, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen sometimes, I always go up to them and tell them oh. I love their outfit. Oh, okay, you have not lived... Because I'm that guy, I'm that guy, <laughs> sorry. No, you, you have not lived until you are friends with a metalhead who wears metal shirts, and two people wearing metal shirts, see, like metal bands, like any sort of metal band, um, two people wearing metal band shirts see each other like across a across a room and they immediately have to meet in the middle and be like nice shirt or i love that band and it's very nice because they're <laughs> usually these dudes who you're just like this guy listens to screaming all day but they're just telling each other that, that they love each other's shirt and that's friendship and i think that's beautiful <laughs> i wish it was normalized that they'd say cute shirt yeah um, th- well they should they absolutely should so they hack the USB and their next mission's in Wyoming and they make and Twink makes a joke or they all make jokes about how Wyoming sucks mm-hmm. and it's a flyover state Twink says yep. which like, not very funny no. honestly I don't know <laughs> then, is Wyoming uh, the butt of a lot of jokes uh, I think the flyover state thing is just tired yeah 
Steve apologizes to Deb. They hug it out. Which he should. They say Pam is a queen. She is. Then Steve shows up at Benji's house. Mm -hmm. How does he know where Benji lives? He knows where Benji lives. That's what I've written (laughs) on my piece of paper. And then they... Fuck. And he says, hey, do you want to watch a movie? And And then they they fuck. fuck. Um, It looks like it was good fucking. Which... It, 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 they, they seem they, they seem very pleased yeah. with themselves and they're moist. They're, they're covered in drenched in sweat. Um, but you only, you see just the end yeah. of the sex. Um, and as we go through the series, I, I'm going to ask you to think about the sex a lot. That's but fine. mostly because it feels like it feels like the show avoids showing gay sex. And and we'll show quite a lot of straight sex mm. as we go through. Well, Weirdly. I guess, so I guess it means just hold that in your mind and we'll check in on um sex segment <laughs> sex next seg- time. We need well, a better name. Um sexman. Um oh, it's that's not better. definitely not better. <laughs> but uh who's the top? I just need to ask you that question. Is it Benji or Steve? Because Steve strikes me as a power bottom. Well, Steve was literally no, on top. No, but, like, they're just falling on top of each other. We don't know what position they came from. And they're falling, like, chest we don't. to chest. So, like, we don't... Well, Steve's head is on Benji's yeah. chest, which implies that he's top. I don't know, man. I reckon uh, Steve strikes me as a sort of person who's like, you know what, I have all of the control at work. And I... I'm not sure if this is... I, I think okay. I think later in this show, yeah. Steve literally says, "I'm verse because I'm an adult," um, which I think is very funny. I mean, that's fair enough. But also, some people just prefer a position, and I think Steve's a power bottom. <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll find out whether they uh, whether they tell us or not. Um, here are the jokes oh, I liked because yes. we're getting yes. to the end of the episode. Um, Stat says, wow, this encryption has everything. You oh, name it. Mm. And Twink says, Kelsey, <laughs> I is, named it. I laughed so hard Mwah. at that joke. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like, that's maybe... This is before the episode lost you. <laughs> that's maybe one of two jokes I laughed at. <laughs> and it was just it was just sort of off in the background, but I really liked yeah. it. Yeah. Another joke that I liked was um, when V calls Steve for the first time... Somehow they get on the topic of age, and V says, Oh, Steve, I'm old enough to be your young aunt. <laughs> that is good, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is very funny as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> not mother, young aunt. Young aunt. <laughs> <laughs> young aunt. Then uh, Buck is using a crossbow, because he has to practice his crossbow, uh, and he shoots one of um, Twink's wig. Yeah. Wigs. And Twink says, Sabrina, I don't remember the name. But I think he's it's like, Samantha. Sabrina? Samantha? Because Samantha, it's a Sex no. the City joke. Is it? I because the next thing he says is, she is a businesswoman. Yeah. Is she a businesswoman? I don't know. I've never city? seen Sex Samantha? in the City. Oh, I've seen some of it. I, I know that Miranda's a lawyer and um, Carrie is a blogger, you know, writer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up now. I'm I'm gonna look it up. Uh, Samantha is she is a businesswoman in public relations. Oh, public relations. Yes, I did know that. In fact, and who is uh who who's the last one? Annie? Charlotte. Scarlet. Charlotte. 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 Yes. Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte works in an art gallery. This is all just from Wikipedia. Yeah, no, no, uh, that's good. In the, an art gallery, that makes sense. Yep. 
primo primo resource wikipedia um <laughs> the tip- last joke that i liked mm-hmm. was um oh except for that other one that i said somewhere um okay. did did i say it or did i not I, say it mm. i don't remember did you you can say it again i'm okay with hearing a joke twice the okay. last bit is um <laughs> the last joke i liked was when Steve and Deb are waiting outside in the barbecue uh, and mm-hmm. Stat is hacking uh, in the room with the 16 pit bulls that uh, they adopted and mm-hmm. <laughs> and named as well. And there's a scene where they name them all, which I actually think is pretty good as well. But that's well, not what I, I wrote down. I didn't like, I didn't think that joke worked. I think it was too long, but that's fine. I, I just like looking taste. at the cute doggies. Honestly. They were very cute. They were cutely drawn. I, yeah. And that's okay. It's okay for some of a show to just be cute doggies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> In the same way that, you know, it's okay for some of the show to be cool action. You Is know? it because you have a cute rescue dog? I do have a cute rescue dog. And all of those dogs were very cute. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Steve says, are you sure none of the lesbians will go inside the Roku room, the dog room where Stat is? And uh, Deb explains that uh, she told everybody that Two of the pit bulls broke up, and all the other pit bulls are really upset about it, and that they won't go in because no one wants to cross that emotional boundary. <laughs> oh, I that, was that, that is fun. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel like I wrote barely any notes because I did just like black out, but um, as I... soon as Twink, as soon as Twink blacked out, you're like, oh no, my trauma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too much trauma. No, I, I also laughed a lot at, like, Kelsey, I named it. That's just such a dumb joke. And those sort of jokes get me because inside I'm a 12-year-old who laughs at really stupid humour. And also I did laugh at when Steve had his mental breakdown about being chill. The, the animation shows him crying a little and it's like, are you crying or sweating? It's like, these are my chill fluids. And that's <laughs> a mood. That's a whole mood for me <laughs> as someone who cries all the time. So... Those are, like, two things I laughed at. Um, <laughs> but the rest of it, I just... Oh, no. And so in the, in the Subaru, there's earthquake supplies. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when Twink is let out, he goes, oh, I ate all, like, the earthquake protein or whatever. And they and Deb's like, no, the next big one. And then it bleeps out. And I yeah, the next big one just... is coming on. Beep. Yeah. yeah that was, I liked and that I one, I thought too. that was fun. That's really fun and silly. And I think I appreciate that level of humour where it's just juvenile but fun. <laughs> it did not like any joke Buck made about liking his own farts. No, just said not that... any joke, but nothing Buck said did I like. No. Well, at one point he says something like, um, I've got to have my, I don't believe in open, uh, open concept offices because I've got to have a space to smell my own farts and yes. things like Ew, gross. And he goes, uh, I like... No, Twink's like, you like smelling your own farts? And he's like, yeah, uh, I like what I had for lunch, so why wouldn't I want to smell it twice? And that's just... And the issue is that even though Twink's, like, all incredulous, it's it's still, like, we're supposed to kind of... It feels like they want us to be on Buck's side a little bit, and I hate that because Buck is just an awful character. Well, and he I, has I, the last word in the scene. Oh, he does. As well, right? That's the end of the scene when he says that, you know? Rather than, like, a a reaction shot to Twink being disgusted or something. And, and, you know, if... You know, I don't have a film degree, but I I F around and find out on the internet about stuff. And I think that's one of the things that indicates, hey, 
you know, we're from this person's perspective. Or that's, you know, it indicates this is what the scene's been about in some way, Mm. you know? The last thing you look at. I also want to say that this is not not to shit on David Harbour, who voices Buck. Because I think David Harbour is actually really funny. If you've ever seen uh, Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein, that is so good. Um, It's a short film that is on Netflix, and it's David Harbour playing himself and playing his own father um Mm. in a lost film it's it's not very long it's i think half an hour um it's incredibly silly and i like it a lot all right we'll go check that out yeah um and also uh, and and i agree i don't think the performance of buck is the problem at all it's the writing it's the writing writing. but like i i just feel like they could have utilized david harbour in so many other ways because he is legitimately funny like say what you want about the mcu say what you want about black widow but him playing the red guardian he wasn't actually very funny character apart from like the trauma bonding stuff which i know you have an issue with but like i do i do that's for another episode that's for another we're getting episode. very close to the end here but i i agree i think the char- the red guardian character in yeah. black widow would have been like that writing that stuff that you got there and yeah it's a i know it's a marvel movie or whatever yeah. but that le- like that is the character that Buck could have been yeah. in this show, yeah. and it would have been much better. Yes. But he's not like the he he's not that no. you know like the Red Guardian doesn't like call <laughs> Black Widow or um her sister I don't know what her name Yelena. is in comics yeah but she doesn't have a, like a she's not like the Red Widow or something um no she's she's basically just another Black Widow that's that's yeah it. but. For example, Red Guardian doesn't say to either of those people, like, oh, you bitches won't be able to do spy stuff because you're too weak and silly. Yeah. Like, he's, like... A lot of the time, he's in the, the butt movie, of the joke. In the movie Black... Yeah, in the movie Black Widow, he's proud of Black Widow and the cool spy stuff that they do. Yeah. He's not, like, saying, you guys don't know how to be spies. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Yeah, I just... I wish they'd... If they were going to use David Harbour, who is also just a likeable person, use him better. Just use him better. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just... I I feel like... Closing thoughts about the episode, I feel like it's a better episode overall, but a less funny episode... And a more boring episode, but less generally <laughs> offensive. I think that it. I, I really like that we're getting into more of people's lives mm. uh, into the in, into this thing. It, it is a bit disappointing there wasn't any fight scenes in this episode. I yeah. do think it was a better episode. Um, I don't know if I agree with you on the funny thing because the fact that it was a better episode made me in a better mood. So when I uh, did laugh, I didn't feel as bad about that it makes sense. all the time. But, yeah, I think that uh, I'll just say, you know, keep your chill fluids inside, everybody. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Don't cry out loud. <laughs> keep oh it inside. That would have been a funny joke to have in there. If you're going to make musical theatre jokes, like, come on, don't cry out <laughs> loud. Let's go. Um, so, uh, if you want to, please follow us on Twitter. We're at 2 Force Pod. Um, we are. And... I am not looking forward to the next episode. <laughs> it gets better, as no. I said. It, it gets better. So l- let's let's see how we do with the next one. And uh, yeah, um, see you guys then. Okay, bye. <laughs>